0: listening to Together with Dr. Jay and Ruby, a podcast about relationships and other stuff.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome back. This is Dr. Jay, and I'm here with my co-host, Ruby. And we are glad that you are back with us. Thank you again so much for listening we ask a simple request. Go ahead and tell your friends, your family, your neighbors. Put it on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your social media, wherever it is. And tell them about Together, the podcast with Dr. Jay and Ruby. You can also listen to our podcast if you'd like. Go to our website, togetherjoined.com togetherjoin.com and from there you can subscribe to our podcast on the different platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google and, and such. There's others, Stitcher and Podchaser and the different ones that are out there. But you can subscribe to uh, our podcast and any of those from our uh, website and the website is togetherjoined.com and hopefully here in the future we'll be able to you know put a blog up and you know just other items to be able to help you guys in your marriage and moving forward at least that's our goal you know the podcast is about marriage and and just other stuff so we'll be discussing uh, a myriad of things but uh, last week we 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 told you about how we how we met how i met my other and how god supernaturally just brought us together and where we are right now and things that are going you know that right after right after we got married there wasn't like obviously we went on our honeymoon but as soon as we came back from the honeymoon, I, I was already in ministry to begin with. So my wife not only gained a husband, but she also gained uh, ministry responsibility. And they say that, you know, marriage, the first year of marriage is somewhat tough, you know, because you're getting to know each other and you're growing and, and such, you know, so there's adjustment time. But for us, it was not only was it where we newlyweds, but we were also in ministry. So we had kind of like a double, I don't know, a double task to take care of. And, you know, so I want my wife to maybe tell you a little bit more about how she felt in not only getting married, but now she's uh, thrust into ministry.
0: Yeah, it was different. I hadn't experienced anything like that before. <laughs> I At the church that I came from before I got married, I was... I would help with the children, I would help with the youth, but I, it wasn't like official, I wasn't like the youth director. Or, I just helped out wherever I was needed. And so when we got married, it it did kind of thrust me into, okay, now you're in full-time ministry. And I didn't have anyone to go to for help or advice. The church was going through stuff, so the only one really I had to learn from was my husband. So. I was learning was kind of like really quick I had to learn it really quick on the fly and of course being newly married we didn't have a honeymoon phase it was just kind of like okay we got back from the honeymoon (laughs) get get to work and which is fine you know dealing with youth it's a great responsibility it's awesome you know that that age is very unique and so I really didn't have time to prep for it which again looking back is fine too because it's just it was all part of god's plan but i was overwhelmed it was you know like i said i didn't have any anything to go by a guide any any reference point so i started reading books my husband gave me books which which did help But then everything i guess it would have helped if the church wasn't going through stuff you Mm -hmm. know if everything was was just fine and dandy and you know, I could go to the ladies of the church for advice or help, and but I didn't have that, so I just kind of looked to you, my husband, for for guidance, help, and advice. But then you were having to deal with what was going on with the church and the youth and just everything in general, <clears throat> the leaders of the church. So it was kind of like a perfect storm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was rough. My my pastor. Everything, we went through premarital counseling with my pastor and all, and then the week of our of our wedding, he informed me that he is no longer going to be the pastor. There were some issues there, some moral issues that he had to go through and that would prevent him from being a pastor. And I was like, I was devastated because this is uh, on Tuesday when he told me and we we're getting married on Saturday. So pretty much my wife comes in and there's everything's going crazy. Everything the leadership structure, everything's changing at the church. So I'm the youth pastor and I don't really tell her anything till the flight back.
0: Right. Yeah. You told me on the way back and I I was, which made sense to me because your mind was, you were there at the honeymoon physically, but your mind was like somewhere else and you had something on your mind. And that's what it was. That was it was pretty big, pretty heavy.
1: Yeah. It it was it was devastating. Then we get back and the structure, everything pretty much changed. And then from there it Went downhill. It, yeah. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's it, I guess it was a few weeks, maybe a couple months. That what? Then then we were we left.
0: Oh yeah. It happened well, it was quick to me. Within a month or two.
1: Yeah, it was something like that, and it,
0: they it, it kind of pushed us out, and yeah. <laughs> so many words.
1: Yeah, and you know we we laughed, and a friend of mine from Bible school was going to start a, a church, so we decided to help him with with his launch, and and that was another thing. Is you know again we're newlyweds, and we are now. Starting another a new church
0: from scratch. From Mm -hmm. scratch, and it was we didn't know what to do, how to do it.
1: Yeah, that was something. It it was again. This is all during what we would consider our honeymoon Honeymoon. phase. And then my birthday rolls around, and and then I get sick.
0: Yeah, we're attending a church service, (laughs) and you were just throwing up, and you couldn't even retain water. So. Something was definitely wrong. And we were at a church service. You were pale. I said, no, we got to get you to the hospital. So we went, and they couldn't find what was wrong, and all these doctors were around you. And they said, no, we got to take him in. we got to see what's wrong. They examined him. I called all these doctors. And and 26, 27 years old, newly married. And I remember walking out of the hospital, and I remember calling my sister just crying because I didn't know, you know, thought you were going to die. So we just got married. It's been three months. And she was was comforting to me. And then went back in, cried and prayed and said, okay, Lord, you're in control.
1: They they had told her that, you know, worst case scenario, of course, I would die. Second one was they would have to remove all my intestines Mm -hmm. and I would live with a bag the rest of my life. And neither one of those was the case i went in and they did find what was wrong and it took me a few months to recover you know learning to walk and learning to breathe again and all that and all this is you know this is three months (laughs) almost three months to the date of our wedding so we were newlyweds and we were we already experienced uh church drama you know i guess breakup or leadership restructuring and health issues Mm -hmm. with me and you know it was all within three months so
0: and the youth were devastating i mean they were Mm -hmm. they loved you they were barely getting to know me and then you're having to tell them you know i gotta go they fired me they're they're just (laughs) like what what's going on and this is from quote unquote christians you know i guess that was my first taste no no i would say second or third taste of what a Christian, you know, I don't know how, how to even word it, but who weren't behaving yeah. <laughs> for lack it, of a better term. Yeah. And,
1: and don't, you know, don't get us wrong. We're, we're not trying to bash uh, right. Christians. You know, we we really believe we, we're still in the faith. Uh, we we have our church, our children are there. We We completely believe in believers. But it, like in anything else, there are people out there that uh, that I guess are not the proper representation.
0: Well, Paul wrote about it. He yeah. warned people of this one and that one because they did him harm, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it's not the first time it's happened. Yeah, so Over the course of time.
1: Yeah. Don't let our stories, you know, <laughs> discourage you. On the other end of that, you know, make make sure that it encourages you. Because through this, my wife and I, we continued to just seek the Lord and, and, and we stayed, you know, we stayed the course. We stayed together and we continued to move forward and continue to serve. We went from being the youth pastors to being the assistants in the new church plant. And that that required a lot of us you know, we we used our vehicle for for transport. <laughs> yes. To pick up everything, the instruments mm-hmm. and... Some people. Yeah, and then people, mm-hmm. the people that couldn't get to church, we'd pick them up. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we didn't pick them up, we didn't have a, a congregation.
0: Outreach. <laughs> we tried to invite everyone. Mm-hmm. But going back to our wedding, one good thing that happened was we had so many presents, so many gifts. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> I think those only a few duplicates. But we enjoyed that part, coming back yeah. home. There was only into, like seven
1: out of a yeah. hundred and something gifts. Only seven of them were, yeah. were duplicates.
0: Moving into the apartment and just a lot of new stuff going on.
1: Yeah. So she had a house that she was renting and I was living in the north side of San Antonio and had an apartment. So she came over to my place and we moved in there. Mm-hmm. We got our gifts there and... Mm-hmm. So it, it was exciting, you know, the first week. After <laughs> first we, week. Uh, the first week after yeah. we came back because, you know, we were still on vacation. We had two weeks. Yeah. And then after that, she went back to school. She yeah. was a teacher.
0: For two months. And then, well, you being in the hospital was kind of good. It happened in June because I was on summer break, right. summer vacation. So that was good. Yeah, Got to be in the hospital every day with you.
1: Yeah, that that was, you know, so... She's getting all these news, like all these crazy news, like as soon as we're married, it is just, yeah. it, it's something, you know, so, sometimes I wonder, you know, why, why would God allow us to go through that? But I, I see now that it, it could be used for ministry and can be used to, to help other people, you know, cause living life, life itself is difficult. And I often tell people, I say, being a Christian is not easy. If it was easy, then everyone would be one. You know, the fact of the matter is that Christianity comes with a a big target on us. And the enemy will come and attack you from the get-go as soon as you make a decision. I'm going to start going to church. Mm -hmm. The enemy will be right there to fight you every step of the way. As soon as you make the decision, you know, we're getting married. We're doing this the right way. We're getting right with God. Whatever it is, the enemy will come right at you and begin to attack you. And, you know, we say this and we share this to let you know that no one's exempt. You know, leadership within the church is not exempt. We are all under attack because... We bear his name the name of christ and because of that the enemy is going to attack us
0: the bible says don't be surprised that all these things will happen and i mean i'm sure everyone out there listening you have a story i mean from birth i my mom had a car accident when she was pregnant with me and i was born with a broken collarbone my husband of course his story too at birth going through so many problems so just looking back at your own life, you can just imagine or just think of everything you got. Ultimately, God has pulled you through, out of, and you've come out on the other side. And mm-hmm. That's our story.
1: Yeah, yeah. and, and that's, that's really walking by faith is you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Our comfort is that we know who holds tomorrow. Yes. And if, if he's in control, then we're okay Whatever he sees that we need to experience or go through, then that's what we will do. We will go through it, and you know, sometimes kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, you don't have to be happy about it. You know, we we are human, and sometimes it's difficult to go through that. And as you guys know, you know, if you're listening, you're married. You know that marriage is not a bed of roses.
0: It's not uh, like the movies. Or it's not Disney.
1: No. No, there's a there's a lot of things that go into it, and th- it takes a lot of work. If I, I've heard I heard a person once say that it's a fifty fifty, you know, type of thing, and I said no because if if you're only giving fifty percent and I'm only giving fifty percent, then we're only giving fifty percent combined.
0: Well, yeah, that's why we would try to teach our children, especially when we meet with the girls, is don't believe what's in the the Disney movies, what you see on social media, the romance, the Prince Charming. The toil. Well, the Bible tells us to serve one another mm-hmm. and then to die for one another. If you're not ready to do that and sacrifice and put others first, especially your spouse, you're not ready to get married. Right. So that's what we try to teach our, our children yeah. is, is the rea- reality.
1: Marriage is about putting in 100% of yourself. And your spouse putting in one hundred percent of her or himself,
0: even when you don't feel like it.
1: Yes, you know because it, it marriage is twenty four seven and three sixty five, and there's no breaks and there's no vacations. That you make a commitment to each other, and you know, and then life happens. Life will will be thrown at you, and difficult things will come up. You know, for us, it happened within <laughs> as soon as we got back from the honeymoon. Yes, you know the the struggles and the attacks started, and
0: then a year later.
1: <laughs> yes, and then my my father in law, my father in law died. Yeah, uh, ninety nine. Almost a year afterwards.
0: Mm hmm. And three months later, we started.
1: Then we our started church. our church. Yeah. You know the the first church plant or second church plant that we have, mm-hmm. and and it has been a journey you know and in all of this you know we wanted to have children
2: mm-hmm.
1: we, we wanted you know we had talked about it you know maybe four or five six six children we both come from big families so we figured you know we can have a, a big family but you know we we couldn't you know the one of the difficult parts of i guess early on in our marriage was we were going to feed people in mexico and on the way my, my wife had miscarried our first child.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were going to the orphanage, I believe. Mm-hmm. And on the way I just felt real sick and I told Margie that she was sitting next to me and I was driving. You think you were in the car in front of us? And I said, I don't feel good. So we went to the made a stop, we went to the restroom and I just like that's when it happened and I that's Looking back, she says, "Yeah, that's that's probably what it was. You were pale, you know, and so we thought, well, we can't have any children. We may have to adopt."
1: Yeah, but I've often I, I told people that you know, when, I guess when when you're the pastor, it, it's difficult to to take those days off when you don't feel like like going to church. Mm-hmm. You know, when you just attend church, it's like you go through an event like this and you say well you know I'm gonna take some time off Uh, you get fired you know you take some time off you don't have enough money you take time off you know there's so many things that happen in life that oftentimes we just you know take the time off and you know and don't think any don't think twice about it as far as it you know us going to church and, and such but for us it's You know, it's always been different. You know, even in the midst of heartache and in the midst of uh, devastation, it it seems like we've always had to be in the house of God. And you know, and I think our our children have kind of picked up on that, and Mm -hmm. and they do the same. But even after that, this was on the way, so we couldn't stop and Turn turn back. Yeah, and turn back and go home. Yeah, we made a commitment, and we had to move forward, and then we we dealt with it when we got back and we questioned it you know but it's oftentimes we don't understand what god does right you know but the bible says that he works everything out for our good for those of us who love him and are called according to his purpose so
0: you really have to know what his word says to keep it going and sustain you and i just know it's god's grace because there's no way me by myself, I could not do it. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't endure everything that we had gone through. But that word grace means a lot because that that's the only way I can explain it, God's grace. And, of course, having you, a husband who's so strong in his faith. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tell people I've never met someone like you who... I remember the way you talk to God. Like, I'm probably like, you talk to God like that? <laughs> like, He's your father? He was like, I know, he's my father. And, and I was amazed. And Being raised Catholic, I, I don't know, I guess I was taught that God was this big, like being to be feared. And, but then one thing I did learn from you was, I mean, he's our dad, you know, you can talk to him. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Well, the Bible says, you know, to come boldly before his throne mm-hmm. and make our requests and petitions known to him and and I've been I I've been able to do that you know I listen to that mm-hmm. and I put that scripture to to work and and I go before God and I make my requests known and um now making my requests known doesn't mean that you know everything's working out and well, I'm getting an answer, answer.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it's just you know, I, I'm just letting them know how I feel. So, you know, the life isn't perfect on your own. <laughs> it's not perfect on your own. It's mm-hmm. tough. And then you get married and you add another person into the mix and mm-hmm. it gets double tough. Mm-hmm.
0: But I just really, I just, I'm not in awe, but I just really like the way you knew God. You just knew him. You knew his word. And that just like blew my mind, which inspired me to want to know him like that too and how do we do that we got to read his word we got to be in prayer Mm -hmm. like in a marriage you have to constantly talk to your spouse the same way with god who is our father
1: yes and i think that's where this strength will come uh you know we, we call this podcast together and if you see our logo you see a two right behind it with a cross you know to symbolize christ of course and but also to spell the word together. Um, but I, I believe, and this is what I've always taught, you know, in premarital counseling. There's something that my wife and I have taught is that in order for a marriage to work, you need three components. Uh, you know, just like in a fire. When I was in the Navy, we used to have to learn how to fight a fire. You know, because we we're independent out there. When you're out to sea, you can't call the fire department, so you had to do the different types of training. So they always told us, you know, there's three things that go into a fire, you know, it's oxygen, heat and fuel. And, you know, you normally you try to eliminate one of the three. And if you take one of the three, then the fire is extinguished. So in some of those airtight rooms, all we would need to do is close the, the door and the oxygen is taken away from the fire. And that fire will burn itself out. It'll run out of oxygen and it won't be able to keep moving. And in a marriage, it's the same way. In the marriage, you need a husband, you need a wife, and you need God. And if he, if the enemy is attacking you, he's attacking you from that perspective. He's trying to eliminate one of the three. And in most cases, he, he eliminates God out of the equation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know because of struggles because of heartache because of uh, tragedy you know as you're married you experience some difficult things and he eliminates God from from that equation and when he does that then eventually the fire between the husband and the wife just kind of dissipates
0: yeah going back to I was just thinking right now when my dad was passing away how hard that was to see him go through that because you your dad is this big strong person that you've known all your life and he just kind of dwindled into just like skeleton and seeing him I remember him coming home from one of his chemotherapy sessions he couldn't even walk but seeing how you kind of stepped in to help with that and you're just there for me but also for for my family and one of the things that I wanted you to do is lead him to the Lord. And you said, no, You think I think you should. And I remember we were there in his room and we let him, you know, we said the prayer. That was a, very hard for me to do because I, I thought, you know, with anything you fear, rejection or or what have you. But and he said, yes, yeah, so I led him to the Lord. And so that was that was my comfort with that. He, he said, was going you're to, not going to give up, are you? Yes, because I, I <laughs> guess we asked him a lot, but yeah. I wanted that security knowing that he was going to be in heaven, you know, whenever we get there. So Mm -hmm. that was reassuring. But I saw you take that mantle of, I guess for my dad, you took it on. And then I remember having nightmares and just what they, you know, we hear the kids call it sleep paralysis, what I used to have. Then when we got married, you, that stopped. And I, I remember talking to you about that once and you just kind of took all that from me spiritually. And, and I don't, haven't had nightmares mm-hmm. really since then. And then you explained, well, that's that's my job now. It's your husband. You're covering your protection. So I was like, oh, that's good. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and and again, you know, that I think that's what it takes in a marriage. Is it, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. And husbands out there, you know, it, it's it's more than just providing, yes. you know, and it's more than just going to work and you know bringing home a paycheck so that the children can. Can eat and it's it's much more than that it's uh, i think one of the most important aspects of of our responsibility as husbands is to be the spiritual heads in the marriage and mm-hmm. and again you know it takes three husband wife and god and when one of those is missing the marriage will fall apart
0: mm-hmm. when one's down the other one picks them up mm-hmm. and i've noticed that with our marriages when you're down i'm able to Pick you up with God's help and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But also having the church responsibility and then our family. We both have big families, but going through all that, you know, can't do it without God.
1: Right. Because you guys know this. um, Anytime there's family, you know, you're always going to have some type of. uh, Drama. (laughs) Some type of drama. (laughs) You know, and, and no one again, no one is exempt, and, and it doesn't mean that family is bad. No. just it just means that you know it's family. It's family. That, that's what they do. You know, kids get in disagreements, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they bicker. Yes. And, you know that's what happens.
0: They take our cue from the parents, though. Mm-hmm. How we act towards it is how they're gonna act. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't make it a big deal, or just oh, let it go, or forgive them, and that's what mm-hmm. they'll do.
1: And you know, and you have to again you know you, you have to take care of that circle that inner circle that's just you and your your spouse be it your your wife or your husband you know you you have to take protect that you know it, because that one only you your spouse and God belong in that circle not even your children can can violate that circle. Mm-hmm. You know so so you have to be right in there and that's where where the enemy tries to go mm-hmm. he tries to remove one of one of the three you know he'll he'll try to remove you know the wife and you know maybe bills or mm-hmm. heartache or tragedy or something and you know while you're praying to god and god's right there with you you know he's attacking the wife or you know if He's attacking the husband because he's frustrated. He's not getting to see the miracles or, you know, the changes or, you know, the raises or whatever it may be. And while she is praying, you know, the enemy is attacking the husband because he wants to take one of you out. And if both of you are there, then, you know, he tries to eliminate God out of the Mm -hmm. picture. And by that, I mean, he gets both of you busy you know so busy that you don't have time to to go to church and the bible tells us that we we have to you know go to church because that's where we build our faith, faith. God,
0: so many times in my head i'm just going to tell my husband i'm not going to church anymore i'm just going to i'm not going to go and i end up going every single time but in my mind my flesh i'm fighting it because i'm tired or what we're going through or people are leaving the church and i just that's it i'm going to tell him where i'm not going to go but but I can't do that because one, you know, God, he's there watching and I have to answer to him. But then my responsibility as a wife then my children watching, that's a big one for me is what are they going to think? What are they going to say? And just because it gets tough, I'm going to stay home this mm-hmm. one time from church. But one thing I always like that you, when we counsel couples that are going to get married is you're on the same team. Yeah. You don't have to fight each other. You don't have to always, you know, remind each other of everything they did wrong or said wrong, but you're on the same team.
1: Yes, you're on the same team. You know, there's there's no reason to fight with your teammate. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you have to understand who is attacking you Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then fight against that person. Mm -hmm. And in this case, we know that the enemy is out there attacking marriages. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wants to destroy that. Because that's what God instituted, that's what God created. So he's always out to distort or disrupt or destroy what God established. You know, and again, being in ministry doesn't mean that people are exempt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's kinda like a double target because not only are you married, but now you're helping other people in in similar situations and the enemy's gonna come and attack. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't don't give up. You know, one of the things that I tell the kids here at home is, you know, we, we don't we don't quit. We we don't quit. We try to figure out a way to to do something. And if it doesn't work, we'll, you know, change the ways that we're doing it and and try something different. But never quit, Pray. you know, and yeah, and just keep praying.
0: Yeah. Just don't say much because, <laughs> you know, our mouths can run 100 miles an hour and. What I've told my girls is just because you can say it doesn't mean you should just keep it to yourself, just pray and wait and pray and wait and pray and wait and God usually takes care of it for us you know
1: he does it, when we hand them when we hand it over to him he he knows how to take care of stuff you know the uh, again, you know not only did we get married, but you know she came right into ministry and and sometimes you know church people they want to hear from the pastor or the leader and uh, not necessarily the the wife mm-hmm. you know and uh and we we saw that a ton of times
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and, and i that's i mean that's to be appreciated on both ends because i did have women say you know what about you you know what are, we want to hear from you what do you have to say you know so i appreciate that as well but You know, I understand that, you know, you're the pastor, but I know at times you get tired too. Like, oh, you know, okay, go to my white word. I'm sure you want to defer or deflect. (laughs) Go see the leaders or go see, uh, but because it's a huge responsibility. I know physically you get tired. I've seen you every Monday, how you look, how you feel, and you're just exhausted because after you preach, you're just worn out. Takes a lot from you so on mondays that's your data and i've even told the kids just leave Dad alone (laughs) just wait till he comes out of the room you know (laughs) he's rested he's ready to go on monday and yeah that's been it for the last 22 years
1: 23
0: well in ministry though
1: oh yeah yes yeah 22 in ministry and with our own church yes but you know that that's it's a constant I don't want to call it struggle, it's more of a of a challenge it's never ending because we're in on, this body yeah on the one end we're we're working in our marriage
2: mm-hmm.
1: and on the other end, we're working for the ministry mm-hmm. you know and trying to keep that together and trying to keep well, that one, afloat.
0: one thing that I did enjoy going to was all those the pastors conferences. When we would go back in the day, because I realized, oh, we're not the only ones going through this, Mm -hmm. and you could actually talk to other pastors who, who have been there, came out on the other side. They're still going, and some their ministry changed. You know, maybe they weren't pastors, but they were doing something else in ministry. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice just to make those kind of friendships.
1: Yes, and but ultimately, you know, the our number one responsibility is each other
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know that that's what we've uh, come to learn is even though ministry is important ministry takes a back seat uh, to our marriage and if if i were struggling in the marriage then i wouldn't be uh, at the church you know i don't i don't want to be someone else on the pulpit and someone else off the pulpit
0: yeah and you haven't been it's like I tell people what you see is what you get I think if you were a different person at home they would be able to see it on my face right away <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it's just I don't know that's a part of being authentic is is yeah if it was if you were different you know they they would see it in our children too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but no that's it's who you are wow
1: yeah and we continue mm-hmm. we continue you know as i mentioned if you're out there you're listening to us uh marriage don't think that marriage fixes things on the uh, <laughs> on the other side you know it, what it can do is can ex- it can expose our weaknesses mm-hmm. and it's supposed to because usually your your spouse will will be able to strengthen you mm-hmm. in those weak areas and remember that you are on the same team.
0: We're supposed to to enhance it, like I'm supposed to help you, you help me to be that better person of whatever God is wanting us to do or be. Mm -hmm. We should help each other, ideally.
1: Yes. So, you know, support one another, lift each other up in prayer, you know, cheer for one another, Mm -hmm. you know, one of you, when one of you wins, both of you wins. Mm You know, it's not you versus her, her versus him. It's
0: us, we, our.
1: Yes. The same team. You are on the same team. And if you can't do marriage like that on the same team, you won't be able to do anything. You won't be able to uh, do parenting. Mm -hmm. You won't be able to do businesses ministry or anything because it requires a lot of work and you have to be willing to put that work Mm -hmm. if you don't then that's where the enemy comes in and begins to take away from
0: there's a lot of friction and turmoil Mm -hmm. but when it just gels and it's a well-oiled machine it just i don't know there's peace Mm i don't know it just runs better
1: it runs better but it requires that that oil Mm mm-hmm you know, so that the friction won't be there and the oil just comes from God. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to have that in your marriage. You know, in the future, we'll be talking a little bit more about, you know, what we call a sick marriage, you know, security, intimacy, communication. We, we're we going to be talking about those things and also, you know, parenting.
0: You can, add, yeah. Another C, children.
1: Yeah. Security, intimacy, communication, and children. Mm-hmm you know that that's
0: i'll talk about when judah came on the next one
1: yes (laughs) and uh, again please let your family know your friends put it on your social media our website for this podcast is togetherjoined.com togetherjoined.com on there you'll find all the platforms that we are currently on i know that we are on the apple podcast spotify google Podchaser, Stitcher, a few of them. And others are coming like iHeart and Pandora, and those are coming. But we are just starting, and we are hoping that this podcast will be of benefit to you and a blessing to your marriages and to your families as well.
0: Yes. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, it has been a pleasure uh, to be with you again this week. Again, share this podcast with your friends. And we look forward to speaking with you again next week. But for now, I am your host, Dr. Jay, And this is my co-host. Ruby. And we will talk to you again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.